disability. Well, it has been an interesting few weeks, actually. Obviously, we've had Christmas in between, so I hope you all had an amazing time at Christmas and you got to spend it maybe with loved ones if you was able to. Unfortunately, I know here in the UK, those that were in London might not have been able to, but they might have been at least able to join a Zoom call or something along those lines. I spent um, Christmas with my parents. I went there for the day. Obviously, my parents are also in my bubble, so that was quite nice from that perspective. It was a little bit gutting that I couldn't see my niece and my nephew, um, or indeed my brother. But, you know, we got to FaceTime and spend some time that way together. But obviously, my niece just wanted to play, which, again, is perfectly, perfectly understandable. I totally get that at that age. And yeah, into the new year. Well, went back to work, it's been a bit busy. Obviously now trying to focus as much as possible on my new role and get to grips with that. And I'm really, really enjoying it. So that's going well. As you all know, I passed my exam. So I'm currently now working towards my endpoint assessment for the project management. So that's going pretty busy. I've got my exams for that in March, first week of March. And then I'll be off on leave for a week. So that'll be... Pretty cool. Can't wait to finish that now. It's been like 18 months, so very, very long time. And health-wise, just, yeah, um, it's been interesting. It's definitely been a different journey. It's been up and it's been down. Um, Had some pretty meh kind of moments. So when I was really excited the other night, I was online and I go online every single day, go on like at least twice, like morning and night, just in case anything's changed throughout the day. And I came across this donor and he was amazing. Like the sound of him was incredible. And he only had like three vitals left. Now three vitals is just pretty much, to my understanding, like just three pots of sperm. Anyway, I bought him and emailed my clinic, did all my paperwork, sent it all off. And then I got an email back in the like, now, you can't have him because he's in America and we need his blood sample. So unless we can get his blood, you can't have him. So that was like a horrible 24 hours because I've just gone from super excited in picking my sperm donor to then being told I'm not actually allowed him. I guess what annoyed me the most is nobody told me it couldn't be in an American donor because they sent me a website and they were like, use, a, use it, that site. You type in CMV negative because that's what I am. And you look for your donor. So I did all my, my traits and stuff. Obviously, I'm white Caucasian, so I did white Caucasian for the race. Hair colour. I'm very sorry if you've got red hair, but I'm blonde. I'm currently brown. So obviously, I picked um, blonde and a bit brown. But black hair as well, because I've gone out with quite a few people with black hair. And so, yeah, I just rolled out redheads. Although there was only one. I do love redheads. Like, but... Yeah, not for a child, not for my own child when, when I'm like blonde or brown. Um, I really want to create my child to as close characteristics of myself. Anyway, yeah, um, literally there's no donors. Um, there's one other donor, but he's Romanian. Not like that's a problem, but we look nothing alike. I did a photo um, algorithm match where it's meant to see how close you look to your donor. And it came up one where this other donor was like three or four. And I sent a photo of my donor to my dad, and my mum and my brother. And everyone thought it was my brother when he was a baby. And it that then to me thought, well, yeah, it's got the family genes like within the family. Like it would look like us. Anyway, yeah, they cancelled it. So <laughs> it's so stressful because now it's like, 
back to the drawing board trying to find another one and there's just none available so I've been having endless phone phone conversations like with the doctors and stuff to find out what my next steps are we've been exploring known donor but I don't really know anyone that will be willing to do it that's probably not joking like I've had people say yeah yeah so and so will do it oh yeah I'll come down I, I don't mind driving out I'll donate but when it comes to it, will they actually do it? It's it's a lot to ask of somebody that I know. And if anyone's in a relationship that is donating, I don't want them to be thinking in the back of their head that they've got a child, even though theoretically they haven't because I'd have all legal responsibilities and they wouldn't have any. It's still going to be difficult if you're going to see that child growing up and maybe see it on a regular basis. Or, you know, like photos, Facebook, everything, to then be sat there thinking, that's my little boy or my little girl and you can't really do anything about it. So that's a bit tricky. It's not too bad if you go down the co-parenting route, but it's probably not a route that I really want to explore because, yeah, I'd probably just prefer to go down the specific route that I'm doing. See, and we've ruled out known donor, got to find sperm donors, and, yeah, it's just stressful because there isn't any. And COVID doesn't help because people aren't coming in for the blood test, people aren't coming in to donate, clinics are closed, this is closed, that's closed. So yeah, it's just an ongoing stressful situation at the moment. Obviously, I'm not the only one going through it. There's other people that's looking for donors. Um, Manchester Sperm Bank tell me they haven't got any. London Sperm Bank hasn't got any. I'm not allowed to use the ones in America. So the only site I can use is the European Sperm Bank. So yeah, I'm awaiting they did say I could use a CMV positive donor, but I'd have to sign a consent form to say that I take the risk that my child could get a disability should I get CMV during pregnancy because there's a chance that your fetus could get infected with the virus, which then means the baby will get infected, which then means the baby will get complications. And given I'm spending all this money and I'm doing PGDT to ensure my child doesn't get my own disability... I think it's important that I do try and eliminate that and minimise all risks possible. It's becoming more expensive than was first explained to me. There's all these additional charges now that keep being thrown at me. So I need to have a sit down with somebody and want someone to be really honest with me on how much things are going to cost. Because let's just say, guys, it's gone from 2500 towards £5,000. And being on my own, sorting a house out on my own, I can't quite afford £5,000 just yet. I know people are going to say, oh, yeah, but a child's going to cost you a lot of money, but it's not going to cost me £5,000 in one go. Like, you know, you'd have your salary to pay for different things over, over the coming months. It's not going to be like, boom, 5K a month in whatever. I'll be expected to get that sort of money in two weeks. It's not like I'm doing private education or anything. So, yeah, it's all it's all a bit poo. Um, in addition to that, I've had quite a few new tumours grow around the body and I phoned my consultant to look into that. Um, I'm still on my review from last year, so my review was meant to be in April. Obviously, with COVID, I've not been seen. And they've basically said, yeah, yeah, you're still on the waiting list to be seen. But, um, yeah, we, we, we don't know when you will be seen or when we're going to call you in because, obviously, there's people in front of you. Now, I'm just baffled because, obviously, lockdown happened last year in March. So there's only one month's worth of appointments in front of me. Now... You're telling me his clinic's actually been fully, fully closed, like, all this time. I don't think it has. So, I don't know. I feel like I've been missed off a list, if I'm completely honest. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I had to phone my GP up because of where some of my tumours are. I've got them in my armpit and I've got them underneath my breast. And it's not in the breast itself. It's just underneath on the bony structure. And I did have tumours removed there um, last time I went in. But I've had more grow and they're a bit bigger. Some of it, I think, might be scar tissue. I'm not too sure because, then again, I'm not a doctor. And I've not had an operation under my armpit, so I can't really explain that one. So I've spoke to them, but they want to get an urgent um, breast cancer check done, which will be done within the next two weeks. Um, we don't think it's going to be breast cancer. We don't think that in the slightest. But with where they are and with my history of NF and with breast cancer in the family, they're keen to do a scan as soon as possible. So they've said that will be done within two weeks. So then at least that'll put mind at rest from that perspective and then I'll just have to cope with it. But, hey, the best bit about working from home is I don't have to wear bras because obviously when I'm wearing a bra, they really, really hurt. So, yeah, I'm all for this working from home right now. Um, I'm only going in the office probably about once a month. I've got away with going in in January, but I suspect I'll have to go in in February for a day. But that's cool. I don't mind that. It means I get to see humans. I'm pretty gutted because my neighbours are moving house. Um, well, sad because I love them. I think they're great, and it's it sucks. Um, the little girl always makes me stuff and bakes, and she's baking today. And she said she's going to bring me around some healthy, healthy cakes. They've uh, got banana ring and coconut, to my understanding. So I'm awaiting my daughter ring, and I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I've been been trying to keep busy. Um, so yeah, that's why I've not been on. And I hope you've not missed me too much. I am in hope over the next few weeks or so that we might get some guests on the podcast as well and talk about what life is like with a disability and maybe dating and actually, yeah, having children. I guess you probably all want to know where I'm up to with all the dating stuff. Well... As we know, Boris has completely screwed that up for me this year <laughs> again. Um, and I'm going to have another birthday in lockdown, it seems. But hey-ho, um, I'm chatting to people, but whether or not it will go anywhere, I'm not too sure. Um, me and Alex still talk all the time. Um, both Alex's, the one in London and the one in Manchester. But like I say with them, they're just like big brothers. Nothing will ever happen. And I feel like when I see them, I just want to beat them up. Like, yeah, I just miss that that sort of thing and miss the big hugs from that perspective. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. But whenever that happens, I don't know because I don't envision going to London anytime soon. And unless Alex and I, Manchester Alex, meet up for a walk somewhere, we probably won't be seeing each other anytime soon. We've just got to obviously hang on. But, yeah, not, like I say, nothing will happen there. I um, chatted to a few other people, but again, I don't really see things going anywhere. We met on the um, speed dating website where we did a speed Zoom dating. Once again, I got quite a lot of numbers, got quite a lot of email addresses for me to reach out to people. Um, I only picked two people on my last one. The one before, obviously, I didn't pick anybody. And one of them sent me an email, so we've been emailing back and forth. I'm one of them, I don't give my number out to people, but he sent me an email and, yeah, we've been talking. We chatted on the phone twice. He lives in Chester, but I don't think we're going to meet. Um, again, obviously, because we can't at the moment, so that's at least ruled out till March because of non-essential travel. 
Um, but yeah, I just, for me, it's quite difficult to like to stain things over online. I think it's a little bit different if you, you know you're in a one if you're in a relationship already and this happened. I think that's a little bit different because you've got something to have worked off before. But it's a bit different when you've never met someone and you don't know what you actually like in person. It's a bit different, and yeah, just got to take it from there really. So it's all fun and games. I've joined this new app actually, which is called I'm Too Good To Go, which is about food and it's about saving the environment and local food in your local area. So I'm actually off to go and pick up a Costa very soon because, um, yeah, Costa's now joined it as well as Greg's and they put the food on for that day that they don't sell and they sell it at like a reduced price. So basically you'd have to eat it today slash tomorrow unless you freeze it. Um, That's what I quite like about the Greg's one because I can freeze it. And then I can have it whenever I want, where they're too good to go on for cost. I suspect I need to either eat tonight or tomorrow because it'll be just pastries or sandwiches. So yeah, I'm excited to see what I, what I get. Hopefully it's not going to be like a tuna sandwich because I don't like tuna and don't like fish. So hopefully it'll be a nice chicken sandwich or something along those lines. Maybe um, a chocolate brownie, I'd quite like one of them. But we'll see. I don't know. It's a surprise. Um, it helps the environment. If the food's rubbish, I can pass it to a neighbour um, or someone else. So it won't go to waste. But either way, at least it helps the business out and it's money they didn't have before. So, yeah, I'll see how that goes. Other than that, guys, I've not really got much news. Just, yeah, keeping busy with work. I've got some pretty awesome events taking place later in the year. I'm so, so pleased that I've managed to get a few things off the ground. Can't really talk about it at the moment, but once I can and I get the dates of releases and stuff like that, I will most certainly let you know. And it's also worth mentioning in April, I think it's probably going to be about the 11th or 12th, I'll be doing a conference with new fibromatosis, so especially um, Children's Tumor Trust. And we'll be talking about fertility and NF basically. And I've been asked to come and talk about my journey with IVF and my fertility. So I'm yeah, really looking forward to that. So when I've got the details, I'll let you know when the summit is in case you wish to join. Obviously, do keep in touch. If you've got any questions at any point, you can reach me on Love Life Disability, which is on Instagram and Facebook, or Love Life Ability on Twitter. I hope you're all keeping well and safe, and much love, and I'll catch you all very soon.